السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين ثم أما بعد فنتابع درسنا في شرح كتاب أصول السنة للإمام أحمد بن حنبل رحمه الله تعالى We'll continue our dars in the explanation of the book أصول السنة The Foundations of سنة by الإمام أحمد بن حنبل رحمه الله قال المصنف رحمه الله وترك المراء والجدال والخصومات في الدين أي ومن أصول السنة التي يجب على أهل السن بل التي يجب على المسلمين أن يتمسكوا بها وأن يكونوا عليها وألا يخالفوها فمن خالفها لم يكن من أهل السنة ويكون قد خالف منهج وطريقة وأصول أهل السنة والجماعة هي هذه ترك المراء والجدال والخصومات في الدين So the author rahimahullah he said um, and to leave off debates and disagreements in the religion. And what is meant is from the foundations of Sunnah, from the foundations of the way of the people of Sunnah, is to leave off these things. And this is the way of the people of Sunnah, that which if a person does not follow and does not is is not upon it, then he is not considered to be from the people of Sunnah. Those, as we mentioned previously in previous classes, that those foundations that the author Rahimahullah mentioned, it, it means, or what he intends to say, um, as is clear from the foundations of the Sunnah, the foundation, the foundational principles of the people of Sunnah, it means that the person who does not follow these foundational principles he is not upon the Sunnah. He is not upon the Sunnah and he is not upon the way of the people of Sunnah. So, فَهَذَا أَصْلٌ مِنْ أُصُولِ أَهْلِ السُنَّةِ وَهُوَ تَرْكُ الْمِرَاءِ وَالْجِدَالِ وَالْخُصُومَاتِ فِي الدِّينِ وَالْمِرَاءُ وَالْجِدَالُ قَرِيبًا وَمَعْنَاهُمَا قَرِيبٌ وَهُوَ أَنْ يُجَادِلَ الْإِنسَانُ النَّاسَ فِي الدِّينِ وقد جاء كثير من الكثير من الكلام من السلف رحمهم الله في التحذير من الجدال في التحذير من الجدال والمجادلة في الدين. If we look at the words of the righteous predecessors, we find that they have a lot of a lot of warnings against debates in the religion and debating and arguing in the matters of the religion. وذلكم لضرر بل لعظيم ضرر المجادلة في الدين. And this is because of the great dangers of debates in the religion. فالمجادلة فالمجادلة والمناظرة في الدين أمرها خطير. Debates in the religion is a very dangerous matter. فمن جلس مع الناس ليجادلهم ويناظرهم في الدين 
فإنه في الحقيقة إما إما أن يكون جاهلا أو أن يكون أو أن يكون عنده يعني من من قلة العلم وقلة المعرفة تجعله تجعله يظن نفسه عالما يعني يكون جهله مركبا فقد ذكر أهل العلم أن الجهل على نوعين جهل بسيط وهو الذي لا يعرف أنه جاهل الذي عفوا هو الذي يعرف نفسه أنه جاهل هذا هذا جهله بسيط يعني يعرف أنه جاهل ولا يدعي العلم وهناك جهل مركب وهو من ظن نفسه عالما وهو جاهل وكثير بل غالب من يجلس ليناظر الناس في الحقيقة في الحقيقة أنه جاهل جهلا مركبا Ignorance in the religion is of two types There is a simple and complex ignorance Simple ignorance is for the person to be ignorant and know that he is ignorant So he knows that he doesn't have the knowledge And he stops there The person who has complex ignorance is the person who who is ignorant in the religion but yet he thinks he's a scholar and he thinks he has knowledge in the religion and this is the complex ignorance وقد حذر أهل العلم وقالوا وحذروا من أنصاف العلماء قالوا أن أنصاف العلماء يفسدون أكثر ما يصلحون وهؤلاء هم الذين أوتوا كلاما وأسلوبا في الكلام ولم يؤتوا علما ولم يتعلموا Uh, the people of knowledge they warn against half scholars as they say those are the they are not ignorant and they don't know that they are ignorant where they need to sit and learn nor are they scholars that they can teach they think they are scholars but they are more they are ignorant and they speak in the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they cause much corruption and must uh, much uh, much corruption فالذي يناظر الذي يجلس للمناظرة ولا أقول الذي يناظر لأننا سنأتي إلى بعض الحالات التي تجوز فيه فيها المناظرة والمجادلة ولكن الذي الذي يجلس ليناظر وليجادل فهذا في الحقيقة أنه جاهل the person who sits and who appoints himself to debate with people then in reality he would be he's an ignorant he's ignorant أو يكون عنده كبر فيظن أنه أعلم من الناس وهذا نوع من الجهل كما أسلفنا or that he is arrogant he thinks he has more knowledge than people And this, in reality, is a form of ignorance. ومن خطر المناظرة أو من أخطار المناظرة كثيرة. The dangers of debates in the religion are many. فمنها من خطرها أن في المناظرة يشتهر المبتدع. From the dangers of debates is that the The innovator or the person upon falsehood becomes famous. 
ولهذا كثير من أهل العلم دعوا إلى المناظرة فرفضوا For this reason many of the people of knowledge they were asked to go into debates and into uh, into public debates and they refused they did not accept it ونضرب على ذلك مثالا في شيخ الإسلام في زمانه الشيخ عبد العزيز بن باز رحمه الله ذلكم العلامة الإمام من أئمة أهل السنة في هذا الزمان الإمام عبد العزيز بن باز رحمه الله دعي إلى مناظرة الإباضية uh, we, As an example we mention from these times uh, the great scholar of these times شيخ الإسلام of these times الشيخ عبد العزيز بن باز رحمه الله this great noble scholar uh, he was asked to debate to open to have an open debate and an open dialogue with al-ibadiyya a group known as al-ibadiyya uh, فرفض مجادلتهم الشيخ بن باز رحمه الله he refused to debate with them هل هذا لقلة علمه هل خاف على أن أن علمه قليل is this because that he doesn't have the knowledge طبعا لم يكن الأمر كذلك فهو عالم إمام uh, يعرف منهج أهل السنة والجماعة بأدلته ويعرف كلام الإباضية ويعرف الرد عليهم ويعرف ما, عنده ما عندهم من أخطاء ومن مقالفات للشرع وعنده من الأدلة ما يرد به عليهم أو ما يرد بها عليهم إلا أنه رحمه الله لم يرد أن تظهر بدعتهم وأن يعرفهم الناس ويسمعوا لهم uh, so in reality, Shaykh bin Baz rahimahullah, he had the knowledge and he had the proofs and the evidences from the Quran and the Sunnah and he knew the aqeedah, the creed of, of al-ibadiyya and he knew how to refute them and he had uh, the knowledge to be able to refute them but he did not want to go into public debates because it would only make them famous they will receive fame from it um, and he did not want to go into that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ذكَرَ al-mujadala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned debates in the Quran قال الله جل وعلا ادعو إلى سبيل ربك بالحكمة والموعظة الحسنة وجادلهم بالتي هي أحسن Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Quran what means call to the way of your Lord with wisdom and good advice and debate with them with that which is best وقال سبحانه وتعالى ولا تجادلوا أهل الكتاب إلا بالتي هي أحسن and Allah سبحانه وتعالى likewise said what means and do not debate with the people of the book except with that which is best فكيف الجمع بين منهج السلف رحمهم الله وهذه الآيات نقول المجادلة في الدين تجوز في حالات debate debates are permissible in certain situations فتجوز إذا رأينا من الخصم إرادة معرفة الحق It is permissible if we see that the person who wants to debate with us wanting good ولم يكن, ولم يكن هذا الجدال بالطريقة التي يفهمها بعض الناس من أنهم يحددون موعدا للمناظرة فيجتمع الناس ويحضرون ويجادلون وإنما شخص أتى يسأل ليسأل عن دين الله ليسأل عن الإسلام ليسأل إذا كان من أهل البدع ليسأل عن السنة عن التوحيد 
وبيناها له ورأينا أن عنده شيء من الشبهات وطرح بعض الأسئلة التي فيها شبهات ولم يكن ذلك على الملأ إلا لحاجة وإلا الأصل أن يكون لوحده وإلا فإن الأصل في المسلم ألا يفتح مجالا للمجادلة أمام الناس أما إذا كان وجد أنه لوحده وأراد أن ورأى منه إرادة الخير ومعرفة وإرادة معرفة الخير ومعرفة السنة ومعرفة الحق فإنه لا بأس أن يجادله بالتي هي أحسن والتي هي أحسن يعني الأسلوب الحسن فلا يكون لا تكون المجادلة في الدين بالسب والشتم والطعن واللعن هذا كله ليس من المجادلة المأذون فيها المجادلة التي المأذون فيها وجادلهم بالتي هي أحسن بالتي هي أحسن أي بالحجج القاطعات وبالأدلة والبراهين وبالأسلوب الحسن الذي يظهر فيه الحق So debates are permissible in certain situations One of them is if we see the person wanting good and wanting to see the truth um, and wanting to, uh, he's asking for example, a person wants to learn about the Sunnah or about Islam or anything that is the truth. And he has some, uh, and he came and listened and he has questions uh, in the form of doubts and he doesn't uh, pose those and he doesn't ask those questions that might spread doubts in public, but rather um, in, in private, um, and he, he has those doubts, it is permissible to debate with him, with him to show him the truth, as long as it doesn't end up being uh, a, uh, an open debate where people are listening, and it doesn't become a time of, or it doesn't become a, he, a heated debate where people are cursing and, uh, and, and speaking Ill, Ill of each other, um, and uh, swearing and going into into using uh, offensive language. This is not This is not which is best. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala told us to debate with that which is best, and which the uh, which is best means with proofs and evidences, uh, establishing the truth, showing the truth, answering questions and answering the doubts without attack attacking each other. This is the correct way of debates in the religion. وَكَذَلِكُمْ تَجُوزُ الْمُنَاظَرَةِ فِي الْعَلَنْ إِذَا ظَهَرَتْ مُخَالَفَةُ الْحَقِّ وَانْتَشَرَتْ وَاحْتَاجَ الْإِمَامُ الْعَالِمْ إِلَى أَنْ يُبَيِّنَ الْحَقَّ لِلنَّاسِ لِيَعْرِفُوا بُطْلَانَ الْبَاطِلِ It is also permissible to debate when the falsehood is outspread and people are, uh, the majority of the people are upon the falsehood, and the person of knowledge wants to show the truth and to refute that falsehood. وَمِنْ ذَلِكُمْ مَا حَصَلَ لِشَيْخِ الْإِسْلَامِ بْنِ تَيْمِيَ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهِ أَنَّهُ جَادَلَ بَعْضَ أَهْلِ الْبَاطِلِ لِانْتِشَارِ بَاطِلِهِمْ كَالْمُعْتَزِلَةِ وَالْأَشَاعِرَةِ وَالصُّوفِيَّةِ وَالْرَافِضَةِ وَغَيْرِهِمْ Shaykh Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah, he was at a time when the falsehood was very much uh, spread out and the people, the most of the people were upon following that falsehood from the likes of Sufiya, Sufism and Shiism um, and uh, the way of Al-Ashairah, the way of Al-Mu'tazila and other ways of falsehood 
and he needed to show the truth and to clarify the truth uh, and to call the people to the truth so there was a need for him to debate with them وكذلكم من ال ويدل على ذلكم أيضا ما حصل لإبراهيم عليه السلام من تكسيره لأصنام قومه ثم قوله بل فعله كبيرهم هذا فسألوهم إن كانوا ينطقون ثم يعني جمعهم للناس وأنه يعني حصلت منه هذه المناظرة لهم على العلن وكذلك ما حصل لموسى عليه السلام من من أنه يعني أنه يعني جعل موعدا بينه وبين سحرة فرعون ثم أظهر الله سبحانه وتعالى الحق على يديه في هذا الموعد وكذلك الغلام الذي قال للملك إذا أردت أن تقتلني فأدلك على طريقة فاجمع الناس وقل بسم الله رب الغلام فلما قال ذلك ورماه قتله فآمن الناس فآمن الناس هذه الأشياء هذه حالات احتيج فيها لإظهار الحق ولو كان بالمجادلة في العلن so, Some examples are the story of, of uh, Ibrahim السلام, when he destroyed the idols of the, of the disbelievers of the idol worshippers and he left one of them and he, uh, he wanted the people to gather and to attend and to listen and he went into debating with them Another example is when he debated with his people and he said, and he saw the, the, the sun and he said, or rather a star and then the moon and then the sun and he said, this is my Lord. And as it goes away, he says, I don't, I dislike those that go away. And if my Lord doesn't guide me, then I will be from those who are lost. This is a public and an open debate with the people to show the truth because the falsehood was very, very much present and people, the majority of the people were upon the falsehood and there was a dire need for him to openly show them the truth and refute that falsehood. Similarly, uh, Musa alayhi salam, when he, uh, he had, uh, when he asked Fir'aun to gather his magicians and he set an appointment for the people to gather and he refuted the way of the magicians by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, likewise, the boy who uh, the king wanted to kill him and he tried different ways and then he said to him, um, I will tell you of a way to be able to kill me and if you if you want to kill me, you have to gather the people and he gathered the people and then he said to him, uh, say Bismillah, the Lord of this young man and then throw your arrow and if you do that, you will kill me and he indeed killed him and the people believed in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because of what they saw and what they heard. So, again, those are all different examples of prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or righteous individuals and scholars in the religion who had to go into public debate because of, because of needing to refute the, the, the falsehood uh, because of it being what the majority of the people and the vast majority of the people be, being upon it. وَمِنَ الْحَالَاتِ الَّتِي يَجُوزُ فِيهَا الْمُنَاظَرَةِ إِذَا أُجْبِرَ الْإِنسَانُ وَامْتُحِنْ فِي دِينِ اللَّهِ كَمَا حَصَلَ لِإِمَامِ أَهْلِ السُنَّةِ إِمَامِ الْإِمَامِ أَحْمَدِ بْنِ حَمْبَرْ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهُ مُصَنِّفِ هَذَا الْكِتَابِ وَأَنَّهُ 
ألزم وأجبر على المناظرة بين يدي الخليفة في زمانه فكانت هذه يعني فألزم عليها فناظر and likewise another example is or another time when it is permissible to have an open debate is if a person was forced to it was forced and tested and tried um, in regards to, to the matters of the religion like what happened with Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal rahimahullah uh, by the leader of the Muslims at his time when he was upon falsehood the leader meaning of the Muslims of his time and um, he was upon falsehood and he was Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal rahimahullah was forced to go into debating with the people of falsehood and he did so um, because of being forced into it other than this what is uh, what should be the way of the believers is that they don't go into debates or into argumentation in regards to the religion al-imam malik rahimahullah imam dar al-hijra al-imam malik rahimahullah he qala lahu rajul ja'ahu rajul faqala ta'ala unadhirka a man came to him and he said, come let me debate with you. فَقَالَ فَإِنْ غَلَبْتُكَ He said, what if I win in this debate? قَالَ اتَّبَعْتُكَ He said, I will follow you. قَالَ فَإِنْ غَلَبْتَنِي He said, what if you win in the debate? قَالَ اتَّبَعْتَنِي He said, he will follow me. قَالَ فَإِنْ جَاءَ ثَالِثٌ فَغَلَبَنَا What if a third man, he said, what if a third man came and debated with us and he won in the debate? قَالَ اتَّبَعْنَاهُ He said, we will follow him. فَقَالَ الْإِمَامُ وَالِكَ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهُ وَانْظُرُوا إِلَى هَذِهِ الْكَلِمَةِ الْعَظِيمَةِ قَالَ قَالَ إِذَا يعني اذهب قال له يعني إذا كان الأمر كذلك قال هذا أمر يطول يعني إذا كان الأمر أن كل من غلب في المناظرة فهذا أمر يطول أفكلما جاءنا رجل اتبعناه he said to him Imam Malik rahimahullah he said to him this is a matter that is lengthy and doesn't end whenever a person comes with uh, and debates with us and wins the debate we have to follow him قال أنت رجل شاكم في دينك he said to him you are a man who has doubts in his religion فذهب إلى رجل شاك مثلك he said to him, so go to a man who has doubts in his religion like yourself. فَأَنَا عَلَى يَقِينٍ مِّن دِينِي Because I, as for me, I am firm. I am firm in my religion. فَهَذَا يَدُلُّنَا عَلَى عَدَمِ جَوَازِ الْمُنَاظَرَةِ This is a clear proof that one should not go into debates. أَمَّا كَمَا ذَكَرْنَا حَتَّى لَوْ كَانَ الْإِنسَانُ وَجَدْنَاهُ عِنْدَهُ مَا عِنْدَهُ مِنَ الشُّبُهَاتِ فَإِنَّ مُنَاظَرَتَهُ تَكُونُ فِي السِّرِّ وَلَا تَكُونُ فِي الْعَلَنِ If the person has doubts in the religion and we not wanted to clarify those doubts, then it should be in secret. And we should not open, we should not have an open debate with him. وَقَدْ حَصَلَ لِلْإِمَامِ مَالِكِ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهِ شَيْءٌ مِّنْ هَذَا الْإِمَامِ مَالِكِ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهِ witnessed something similar to, or if, of this sort. فَقَدْ وَكَانَ يُدَرِّسُ he was teaching in the masjid of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. فَجَاءَهُ رَجُلٌ يُنَاظِرُهُ A man came to him to debate with him. قال, 
قال له الرجل الرحمن على العرش استوى كيف استوى he said to him this man came to the to Imam Malik rahimahullah and said الرحمن the most merciful rose on the throne how did he rise فالإمام مالك رحمه الله وهو إمام عالم فقيه عرف من أسلوبه ومن سؤاله أنه يريد أن يطرح شبهات الإمام مالك رحمه الله he was a wise and a knowledgeable scholar who could see from the question and the person who was asking this question he could see that he has doubts that he wants to spread فقال له رحمه الله قال الاستواء معلوم he said to him as for rising over the throne, the meaning of rising is known. Well, And how did he did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rise on the throne? We don't know how he rose. Well, Imanu bihi wajib, and believing in it is an obligation. And asking about how did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rise on the throne is an innovation. And he said, I only see you. As an innovator, because of asking those questions of doubts, so he ordered for him to be to be removed um, from from the masjid. وكذلكم جاء رجل يقال له صبيغ إلى عمر رضي الله عنه في زمن عمر رضي الله عنه جاء جاء في زمن عمر وصار يسأل عن المتشابه من القرآن يعني يريد أن يطرح الشبهات. فلم يقل عمر رضي الله عنه تعالى نناظرك وإنما أمر به فضرب وسجن وطرد ونفي A man came to spread doubts عمر رضي الله عنه did not say to him come let, let us debate with you عمر رضي الله عنه he has the knowledge if he wanted to debate with him he could but this is not what the people the righteous predecessors were upon and rather, when he saw that he was trying to spread doubts with his questions, and he wasn't asking to learn, uh, he only wanted to debate and have arguments in the religion. Um, he ordered for him to be to be uh, to be hit and to be imprisoned, and then to be removed from from the from the from the land. So Umar radiallahu an did not open the door for those open debates and public debates. وللأسف أننا نرى في هذا الزمان بعض من يدعي السنة والحق يجادلون أهل البدع والباطل. Unfortunately, we see in these days some people who think that uh, who appear to have the truth or think they have the they are upon the truth and they want to debate with the people of innovation. وبعض هذه المناظرات تكون متلفزة يعني يراها الكثير من الناس Some of those debates are on television Many people see them وهذا, وهذا يدل على قلة عقلهم And this in reality shows us that they are not wise And that they have, they like the wisdom فكثير من المناظرات إذا رآها الناس العامة الذين ليس عندهم علم ربما يغترون ربما يغترون بكلام أهل الباطل ويقولون انظروا إلى أسلوبه وانظروا إلى كلامه لا بد أن يكون الحق معه لأن أسلوبه جيد ولأن كلامه عطر فيظنون أن الحق مع أهل الباطل لما عندهم لما أعطوا من من حسن الكلام وقد قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم إن من البيان لسحرا 
أي من أسلوب الكلام فيه ما فيه من السحر الذي قد يغير الحقائق وقد يظهر الحق باطلا Some of the, the يعني common folk and the people who don't have the knowledge if they attend and listen to those open debates they might see that the person even the person who has the falsehood perhaps he has a good way of speech and the messenger وسلم, he said what means some of the speech is like magic some of the speech is like magic meaning that it can it can trick the pre, the people and it can fool the people into thinking that this is good speech and perhaps it's false speech or it could beautify the good speech and make it make it uh, appealing to the people but nevertheless some of the speech could be evil speech but be beautified by the by the way the person speaks um, so the messenger وسلم, he mentioned some of the speech is like magic it's like black, black magic so the people might attend and listen to those public debates and they think that the person who has the falsehood that he is upon the truth because of his way of speaking and they follow the the falsehood because of this debate although the person who is upon the truth or the person who is closer to the truth and trying to uh trying to bring forth the truth um might be of course of course would be better than the person who is bringing the falsehood but this would be the wrong way this is not the way of the of the righteous predecessors this is not the way of the people of sunnah to have open public debates and rather as the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam even the dajjal the antichrist amarana uh, nabiyyu sallallahu alaihi wasallam an nan'a anhu an ad-dajjal idha sami'na bihi wa an la na'tiyahu yani hatta an yadhhab al-insan wa yaqul ana 'indi ma 'indi min al-haqq fa yaghtaru bima 'indahu min min ma'rifati al-haqq فربما يفتن بفتنته ويصير من من أتباعه. The Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم warned us against going to meet the Antichrist if he comes out. And rather, the Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم ordered us and commanded us to go far away from him because even the person who might know some of the truth might be fooled and might be um, might be fooled by this. Also, then this trial and tribulation that comes with the Dajjal, with the Antichrist, and he might become from his followers because of being fooled by what he has been given. ولهذا يجب علينا أن نترك المجادلات والمخاصمات والمناظرات في الدين فهذه ليست من طريقة أهل السنة والجماعة وقد سمعت كلمة قالها بعض أهل العلم قالوا بين الحق ولا تدافع عنه يعني إذا أردت أن تبين الحق فبينه للناس وتكلم بالحق ورد على أهل الباطل وبين باطلهم ولا تجلس للمناظرة يعني إذا استطعت أن تكتب أو أن تتكلم أو أن تراسل الناس أو أن تنقل كلام أهل العلم في الرد على المخالفات وعلى وعلى الأهواء وعلى البدع بل وحتى على الكفر والإلحاد فبين ذلك ووضحه وانشره بين الناس ولكن لا تجلس للمناظرة فليست هي طريقة أهل السنة والجماعة. Some of the people of knowledge I've heard some of the people of knowledge they said clarify and show the truth and do not sit to defend it meaning to have debates and start defending the truth. Um, because uh, the way of the people of Sunnah and the people of the truth 
is that they clarify the truth. If you know of a certain falsehood, then uh, clarify the truth, spread it, write, uh, speak, uh, send out some of the fatawa or some of the speech of the people of knowledge in regards to the specific matter. But do not sit to debate with the people because it is not the way of the people of Sunnah. نكتفي بهذا وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين